The Veterans Health Administration more than doubled its hiring goal for fiscal 2023. But the agency doesn't have enough human resources people to get that job done. So it's taking recent college graduates through a year of HR training to fill the pipeline needed to fill the bigger pipeline. It's called the HR Star Program. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman got details from the VHA's chief officer for workforce management and consulting, David Perry. The HR Specialist Training and Accelerated Readiness Program really came from thinking about this over the last couple of years, about where we were struggling with the overall just competencies and basic skill sets of the HR staff that we're really hiring, as you know, directly in our field locations. And so we have 18 regional offices that support 170 medical centers. And so looking at how we needed to address the overall skills and competencies of that workforce in a consistent way, we comprised an idea that we pitched to our leadership a couple years ago, actually now, to really start putting a focus, but more importantly, an investment in the training of our HR specialists. And so that's where HR Star came from. We looked at what our average turnover rate was and on our vacancy rates within the HR community, which is about 20% every year. And so we look at that and say, okay, well, then what is 20% of our current population or census of HR specialists? And so that gave us a net of a thousand people we wanted to bring in each year. And so obviously we aren't equipped to bring in a thousand people to do them all at one time. So we had to really think through the structure of that. And so that's where we came up with this cohort concept. So every month was a different cohort that we would onboard of about 80 to 100 to get to that thousand net in every year. The beauty in that design actually is that that means that every month after they do their initial year of training, we start graduating those HR star trainees and are able to place them in their future business offices or home offices that will be that direct support for our field employees. And so we just started that back last year. So this month, October, we're actually graduating our first cohort. And so we're in the process of placing 87 people right now that are going into their new future homes. And so that means November, December, and every month forward, we'll be graduating a class that will do direct placement out to those regional offices. And of course, we continue to hire so that we're always bringing on a new cohort. Getting back to what we were trying to accomplish with this program, as I mentioned, was really trying to get to ensuring that we were giving foundational knowledge that was standardized and comprehensive enough so that an HR specialist, when they go do live work, actually had that skill set that were needed. Oftentimes, you know, we would hire and have to do on-the-job training, or we would get people in the real world that maybe didn't actually have the depth of knowledge that needed to be successful in their job. And so we really need to tackle that issue. And so this is what HR Star seeks out to accomplish. And so a caveat I always like to say, though, just because you spent a year in intensive training doesn't mean that you're a subject matter expert. It's just really getting you to a foundational level of training in HR to help you continue to grow. And so it takes about three years in BHA to be a fully proficient and fully performing HR specialist due to our complexities and just the, the way that we operate healthcare. Just to follow up on that final piece there, David, in terms of getting these people once they do complete that one year of training under the HR Star program, what does their education from there on look like? To your point, is it more learning on the job, so to speak? Is it continuous training? What does that look like for them? Yeah, great question. And so I think we're looking at that from a didactic approach. And so there's always going to be national training that we have to accomplish as we get new legislation or, or new regulations or policy on how we actually perform the work. And then 
in conjunction with their home office, ensuring that that continuing development of skills and education continues. So it's a blended approach with my office providing that national oversight training that's needed to push out so we understand what the current rules and policies are needed. But really that home office or the gaining office of these new employees really have the the bolus of that training to make sure that their employees continue to develop and grow and enhance their skill sets, building upon that foundational training that we gave them. In terms of the intake of candidates into the HR STAR program, of course, you know, an interest in all things HR is a must, I would imagine. But what kind of skills and what kind of aptitude does the VHA look for in these candidates, recognizing they're going to be doing a lot of learning in this one year of training that they'll be undergoing? But from the get-go, what do you guys uh, look for? Yeah, so there's a couple of ways we look at picking the right candidates to come into HR. I think we like to give an accurate picture of, again, the workload that they're going to be eventually performing, the complexities and the, the significance and importance of our mission. And so those skills come from a couple areas, either from experience, maybe from other federal agencies or other HR jobs in the private sector. Of course, formal education helps as well. And so looking at those things are really kind of to get to the concepts and principles that they need to be successful in this agency. And so being able to have not just the technical skills, but the soft skills around customer service are important. And so we're really the ideal candidates that we look look for having a blended kind of background. So they have the experiential that they've done in previous jobs, blended with the education. But you can qualify under each path. So there's the experience path, there's just purely education path, and then what I would call that combination of education and experience. And those are really the candidates that uh, I think stand out. And so thankfully, we've had more candidates apply than we can actually, we actually had 10,000 people apply to that announcement. And we were only hiring, like I said, about 80 to 100 positions. And so the interest is there. And so I think that puts us in a good position to get a really highly competitive skill set in our candidates that are applying. And so uh, it's exciting to see that there's so much interest to come work in this profession and make it a career, right? And so not just a job that you want to just try out and maybe use as an entry-level position, but HR is really a career for us. And so we like to get them on the ground floor and then continue to develop them into more and more advanced roles to include our leadership roles. Wow. Yeah, that 10,000 applicants is pretty eye-opening. Obviously, a lot of the conversation around the HR STAR program has been around the hiring the hirers, and that's obviously a huge part of what HR does. But can you spend a little bit more time unpacking what HR in VHA looks like and some of the roles and responsibilities that these people take on on a day-to-day basis? So in HR, we have 11 core disciplines or functional areas. And so that looks like everything from classification, which is how you describe what a position does for all of our occupations, whether they're healthcare positions or administrative positions. We have recruitment and staffing. So being able to look at how we hire and recruit employees, we have employee relations and labor relations. We have staff that focus on HR information systems, what we call HRIS. And so people that have more of a technical skill, we have position management, manpower, uh, just to name a few. So, But there's a lot of disciplines. And so I think there's an opportunity that even for someone that comes in under HR STAR that might be focused on uh, just learning recruitment and staffing as their initial foundational track, there's many opportunities for them to then cross into other functional areas as they either find an interest or want to become more versed in other areas of HR. And so when you think about that from a career mapping or a progression standpoint, it's important to understand different components of how HR works. 
so that as you move into higher levels of supervisory roles or more of a leadership role, understanding all the different functional areas of HR and how they interoperate to actually give a complete picture on what it looks like to be an HR specialist in BHA. And so exciting that, again, HR started was focusing on three tracks for us right now, looking at recruitment and placement, what we call our technical review track, which is really making sure that the things that get entered into an employee's personnel record are done correctly, because we have a lot of rules and regulations, so it's important that we get that right. And then our employee relations, labor relations track, which is really dealing with performance and conduct issues, but also making sure that we're complying with labor rules and laws. And so there's a lot of skill set needed in those, and those are some of our big areas of need right now. David Perry, VHA's Chief Officer for Workforce Management and Consulting, speaking with Federal News Network's Jory Heckman. Check out Jory's story at federalnewsnetwork.com.